0: Today is going to be one of those really good news episodes of The Breakdown, and I know (laughs) that I am often the bearer of bad news and of injustice and inequity. But on this past Saturday, something beautiful and inspirational happened, and it didn't quite get the coverage that it deserved. I want to tell you the story of the election of a brand new district attorney in New Orleans, Louisiana, Jason Williams won by over 16% there in New Orleans in spite of really not getting any support at all from the political establishment. He is really going to shake up the justice space and really shake up the city of New Orleans, which has relied on so much inequity deep in its fiber. I want to tell you that story and tell you why I think it's a sign of things to come. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King you are listening to the the, the breakdown the breakdown the, 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 the breakdown if louisiana was its own country it would literally be the single most incarcerated country in the entire world, and it wouldn't even be close. That's even after Hurricane Katrina, even after a migration by so many tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people out of New Orleans. It continues to be so incarcerated and so unjust It's not because of crime. It's not just because of economic inequality and disparity, although there are many factors that cause a city and a state to be what it is. Louisiana built hundreds of years ago deep systems of oppression and injustice, and at the root of all of that, In the middle of all of that is New Orleans. And for its entire history, it has had a, we we hardly even call it a justice system in my community anymore. We call it a, a legal system or criminal legal system. It has had a justice system that has been as deeply unjust and racist and biased and corrupt as any in the country. And a brilliant young black man named Jason Williams, who has been a public defender and a civil rights attorney, uh, decided that he was going to run. He is the city council president, a brilliant, gifted leader and a good man. Decided that he was going to take his shot, you know, that he was going to run for district attorney to challenge the system. And it's so hard to know how you're going to do in a race like that. Um, me and our entire staff at Real Justice, uh, we have been working on this race for months. Uh, I was also partnering with other organizations and people and donors all over the country that, that were working on it, uh, who all believed in Jason, who used to work for the Innocence Project there in New Orleans. It, just the type of person and attorney you want to lead a DA's office. Uh, He is a change agent at his heart, at his core. And yet, in these types of races, there normally aren't polls to let you know how you're doing. And so the election was this past Saturday. They had a couple weeks of early voting as well. And if I remember correctly, it was... About half of all voters voted early and another half voted on Saturday. And uh, I was actually pleased with the turnout. It was more than I anticipated for a random December, Saturday, post-presidential election, election. (laughs) And um, it was a special election, a runoff, rather. And um, I, I had no idea how things would go. And... I've been in many races like that where you may have heard me tell the story of a race that we ran in Detroit where we had an amazing candidate and me and our staff, we we thought we were up. I mean, I I thought we were winning by 20 percent and we ended up losing significantly because there were really no polls to let you even polls we know are notoriously unreliable. But even if they get you within like five to seven percent of like where you actually are. Come Election Day this past Saturday in New Orleans, we didn't know if we were up five, up 10, down 20. I mean, I just could not tell. All I knew was that um, uh, Jason's opponent was running a hard race and was endorsed by virtually every elected official in New orleans <laughs> and that's a it's a little intimidating now um endorsements they're not everything uh, and you know we won by sixteen percent, so in some ways you could argue that they're nothing uh, sometimes a political endorsement can really push you over the edge uh in New Orleans in this race they didn't mean nearly as much and Jason is pledging to radically change the system there from the inside out. Right after the break, I want to tell you some substantive ways he's going to do that. And I also want to share the great news about what George Gascon, the district attorney, the new brand new district attorney of Los Angeles, is already doing to shake up uh, Los Angeles in a real, real way. I'll be right back. if you knew this but big tech companies in america probably including most of your favorites make a huge portion of their profits by taking and selling your personal data they grab your web history they grab your email metadata your video searches to create a detailed profile on you and they then sell that off to the highest bidder but to protect your identity and your data from these tech giants I recommend using ExpressVPN every time you go online. ExpressVPN makes you anonymous online by camouflaging your IP address and replacing it with a secure IP of your choice. They also encrypt all of your data so that it's protected from hackers and anyone else who might try to take your information. I use it, many of the members of our staff at the North Star and the Breakdown use it. And listen, I want you to protect your data with the number one rated VPN provider today. Visit expressvpn.com breakdown, and you're gonna get three months free on a one-year package. Again, that's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com breakdown. Go to expressvpn.com breakdown to learn more and get a great deal. The, 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 break, the, the Breakdown. The, the, the. This week, George Gascon, who was elected as the new District Attorney of Los Angeles on this past election day, was inaugurated and sworn in, and is now, as we speak, as you listen, is now the new District Attorney of Los Angeles. And in his inaugural address, George not only announced every change that he promised he was going to enact when he would become district attorney of Los Angeles. He announced changes that none of us had any idea that he was working on. Um, our organization, Real Justice, uh coordinated with George and his campaign. But I try to give all of our district attorneys their space and um, I, I I want them to be able to do what they do. Like what we do is we get voters to the polls. We raise funds for candidates and campaigns. We then push them and advise them. But ultimately, they have to make these decisions on their own. And so uh, even though I had several uh, close friends on Georgia's transition team, I, I make it my business to not ask them what's going on and how it's going. We try to surround the candidates that we help elect with uh, with with brilliant scholars and policy writers and activists and organizers. And so I had no idea that George was going to swing for the fences. I think that his inaugural address, and I, I mean, I've never said what I'm about to say before. I don't say it lightly. I think it was the single most important criminal justice speech ever delivered. It was that big. He announced the most sweeping policies that any district attorney has ever announced on their first day. And he announced these policies in the city with the single most incarcerated people, uh, number of incarcerated people, including people on probation and parole, uh, death row, and the changes. Not only in removing cash bail, removing the death penalty, refusing to charge children as minors, he also pledged that he would no longer use three strikes and you're out and reevaluate everyone who was ever convicted on three strikes, that he would no longer use things like gang enhancements to say, you commit a crime, but you're also in a gang, so add 10 more years. It's just a form of racism and bigotry. That's all it is. And a dozen other policy changes. And what's so exciting is not only will that impact tens of thousands of incarcerated people and hundreds of thousands of family members connected to those men and women. But it is already inspiring other district attorneys around the country, including none other than Jason Williams, the incoming district attorney of New Orleans who saw, and I got, the, I got a chance to speak with Jason this week, who saw the speech from George and said to himself, Jason, ah, I can do all of that. <laughs> and that's the power of being a leader. When you lead, it inspires and motivates other people to follow you, to duplicate what you've done, to even improve on what you've done. And so, district attorneys around the country, seeing George Gascon do this in Los Angeles, which has more people in jail and in prison than any other city in the country, seeing George do this in Los Angeles has taught other district attorneys and other people who are considering running for DA, it's taught them the depth of what they can do. And I'm grateful for George, I'm grateful for Jason. We are backing and supporting Tahani Obushi, who is running for District Attorney of Manhattan, a brilliant, courageous leader who will lead on day one. And uh, we got to change this system from the inside out, city by city, person by person, candidate by candidate. And uh, I'm deeply grateful for all of your support. I've got to run busy, busy day as always, but love and appreciate all of you. Uh, again thank you for being a member at the North Star thank you for supporting uh us uh on patreon and in uh, all the other ways that you back and support us love you all take care everybody break it down Ooh, it's the
1: power I'm Brandon Janice, and this season on Sick Empire, I'm on a mission to highlight the voices that are helping to heal Black traumas. You'll hear as I speak with experts in alternative medicine. But the gathering in in the greatest degrees of personal integrity would have the greatest degrees of power. A timeless, natural method of healing. This is ancient. This is a return to us being in our power and that knowing that we are, we're medicine women. Plant magic. Using medicine that comes from the land, <laughs> you know? A lot of these medications are, are the main ingredient is our plants that come from the land. Black economics, prison abolition, and more. Join me as I explore the avenues that lead to greater health while surviving under a sick empire. Every episode of Sick Empire examines the healing journey of Black Americans. We speak to inner city therapists, Black intellectuals, Reiki masters, chefs turned activists, and much more. You'll hear a diverse mix of healing experiences, all told from the lens of Black folks. Sick Empire is still a love language, just like the streets of New York City. The first episode will be live everywhere you listen to podcasts on Monday, November 9th. The first episode is live November 2nd for members of the North Star. You can go to northstar.com to become a member today. Sick Empire Sick Empire